you know, if you don't go along with the plan or the approved mode of speech, they will try to cancel you. Who is they? Hmm. We'll discuss that on the show today. California has a new senator after the unfortunate passing of Senator Dianne Feinstein, the senator from California. And the Democrats tried to sound the alarm or pull it during the continuing resolution debate. They got a deal done. Did it save America? It might not even save the speakership. Only for a month and a half. It might not even save the speakership. We'll talk about it all today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Welcome into the Tuesday edition of the show, Palmetto Family Matters Show, the strongest and fastest growing talk show, conservative talk show yeah. in the state of South Carolina. Yeah. Maybe even maybe even all of them. Who uh, knows? Who knows? It's Tuesday, October 3rd, the year of our Lord, 2023. Glad you're joining us. Ding. On this Tuesday, it feels like fall in the mornings, but a little springy in the afternoon. we got to work ourselves it's through South that. It's South Carolina in one day. we got to work ourselves through this a little bit. A lot we to get to. False fall number two. We're on false fall two. I think false th- fall three return of Sharknado is coming. We'll <laughs> Sharknado move, we'll, we'll, 24. We'll try to move past that as soon as we can. All right, good. All right, over the weekend, in case you missed it, by the way, Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser, thank you for joining us. Um, we have an event coming up on November 6th with Chloe Cole in Spartanburg at First Baptist North Spartanburg at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Tickets are free. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've tried to go get those tickets over the weekend, hmm. my apologies unto you. Uh, not my fault. But sorry, it is my problem. Sorry, not sorry. Um, um, we got an email on Friday, and I'm assuming if you watch this show, you probably follow us on social media, so you've yeah. probably seen what happened. But in case you haven't, we got an email. We are hosting the event, ticketing on Eventbrite. Now, I know a lot of you have already, over the weekend, you, you shouldn't have used Event. You've already just, sounded the bat signal. We get it. Just Okay, thank you. We, we, we appreciate we that. We know. Um, Eventbrite emailed us on Friday. In fact, I was walking my dog when this guy called me. <laughs> Here's what they said. Hello, we're reaching out regarding your event listing. We have determined that your event is not permitted on the Eventbrite platform as it violates our community guidelines in terms of services. Specifically, our policy on hateful, dangerous, or violent content and events. As a result, your event has been unpublished. Please be aware that severe or repeated violations of our guidelines may result in the suspension or termination of your Eventbrite account. Canceled. We have refunded all attendees who purchased tickets to your event. So, so not only are we unpublishing it, but we're giving money back to people. Now, again, the tickets for this event are free, so it doesn't really matter. The interesting thing is here, uh, and I'm just thinking out loud, what if tickets were $250 a person? And Eventbrite would just take it upon themselves to return refunds to people on your behalf mm-hmm. as sort of an ipso facto, we apologize for being so derelict in our thoughts and opinions. Yeah, well, we're apologizing for the organization that was hosting the event. And that's that's really what this is all about. This yeah. is, uh, and if you watch the video that I put out on our Facebook uh, feed on Friday, this is your voice that's being stifled. Yep. This is your voice that's trying to be s- silenced and mm-hmm. canceled. Mm-hmm. This is Absolutely. we represent you. And listen, 
They want us to back down. They want us to shut down. We're going to double down. We were in Spartanburg yesterday doing event prep. Yep. Uh, the the venue is amazing. First Baptist North Spartanburg, Dr. Mike Hamlet, um, Sean Rogers, his team there doing an outstanding job. And we're excited about this. Uh, we're going to be hosting three <coughs> events that day. Uh, one uh, open to the public. We have a VIP reception right before that. You can get tickets as soon as we have a ticket a site. Um, if you want if you want to get tickets, just just email us. Email yeah. at palmettofamily.org, and we'll be happy to set that up for you. We have a new ticketing service coming today. Yeah. So even if you're, if you're listening on podcast, it's probably already up. Yeah. So here we – we know that, and and for all of you out there who have given us all kinds of helpful hints, thank you. We we truly are grateful for that. We've been using Eventbrite for years, correct? Years, and we're openly Christian. Yeah, we have hosted we hosted a political um, conservative forum. We hosted a conservative forum back in March using Eventbrite. We've hosted pastors' gatherings. Where we Vice President about, Mike Pence, Vice President, we. We've hosted the Gospel Changes Everything tour. We've hosted an opioid crisis tour. We've hosted, and I could go back. I mean, we've hosted throughout nearly a decade of use, we have hosted nothing but Christian conservative events on Eventbrite. Well, but see, now we're talking. But, but tell, me, tell me why this event is I'll different. I'll tell you why. Because this event, and I'm going to read from our graphic. The event is called Stop the Insanity, because that's what this is. Yeah. Fighting the irreversible harm of mutilating minors in South Carolina. Now, we can have the back-and-forth discussion about whether this is happening in South Carolina. Answer, I'll win. (laughs) The point is, we're now taking direct aim at the crux of the push of the LGBTQ plus minus division sign ampersand tilde group, which is not only will we force you to accept this, tolerate this, but now we're going to get your children. You're right. Now, Chloe Cole quoted our tweet, or uh, sorry, it's not X. Twitter now, it's X. So she, she quoted our post. She re-X'd us. She, yes. And this is what she had to say. Eventbrite has been carrying yep. water for child mutilation agendas and silencing the voice of detransitioners for as long as we've been speaking about out about our experiences. Here's the latest of many examples. That tweet has been seen 213,000 times. Who else has Impressive. seen it? Uh, Lips of TikTok has Lips seen it. Lips of TikTok, Jordan Peterson. Peterson. There, is a, there is an adamant cry now. We never yeah. tagged Eventbrite in the post, no. by the way. Any of our posts, we, we did not. That's, not, that's beneath me. Uh, <laughs> however... There's However. not much that's beneath. However, at some point, we have to make a decision. And when I say we, I mean us, I mean you, you people who hold to a biblical belief system, people who stand firmly on God's word and what it teaches and what it lays out for our lives. Because let me tell you something, folks, and I'm not going to get into this today. I promised myself I wouldn't, but I'm just going to say it. The attacks come from Eventbrite, Big Tech, San Francisco. Sure. The attacks come from the President of the United States, who is forcing a German family who has been here for nigh on 15 years escaping religious persecution in Germany because Germany wouldn't let them homeschool their children. Now the President wants to deport them while letting thousands upon thousands of fighting-age males across the southern border. Right. And then we have a pastor in Georgia who shall remain nameless. 
mm-hmm. who over the weekend, after saying a couple years ago we need to unhitch ourselves from the Old Testament, which is a problem. He's gone. To now it's, now it's well, um, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman, but those who experience same-sex sex attraction, sometimes living a life of celibacy is just not sustainable. The attacks are coming from everywhere. Yeah. They're coming from without. Out. They're coming from within. Yeah. And it's incumbent upon you. And Lord help me, I cannot remember the name of the person in Scripture. It is time. I don't care how big your pea patch is <laughs> to stand in it and defend it. Yeah. I don't care if you're single. I certainly care if you're married. I certainly care if you have children and grandchildren and nieces and nephews, you have a sphere of influence. You might not even know it. We are not backing down. No. This event will be taking place on Monday, November 6th at 7 p.m., the General Assembly event that is free to the public. And if you want tickets, you can email us or you can email email at palmettafamily.org. We'll publish the ticketing site when we have it ready. We are standing firm. Yep. We are asking you, not only is this event now about... Most importantly, hearing Chloe's story mm-hmm. and understanding what we need to do to fight back against the mutilation of children, which if you aren't against the mutilation of children, you are for the mutilation of children. Not only is it about that now, I'll go a step further. Now, it is about standing up to lib- leftist, secularist yeah. elitism that wants you to sit down and shut up. That's right. If you don't want to sit down and shut up because you don't want to see children who are incapable of making conscious, rational decisions. If you haven't seen the video, there's a little boy. He's, <laughs> his, his dad yeah. says, here is $10,000, son, and he puts the money on the table. And it looks like $10,000. I'm like, can yeah. I be this kid? Yeah. And then he says, you can have this, you can have $10,000, or you can have two Oreos. The kid picked the Oreos because the Oreos give a tangible feeling of, mm, I like Oreos. Plus, what does this money mean Who to doesn't me? like Oreos? Double stuffed. Mega stuffed. $10,000 stuffed. <laughs> uh, you, know how much, you know how many Oreos you can buy with $10,000? Not as many as before, Bidenomics. The point is, now is your opportunity. We have said for years that they're going to try to bring their California to our Carolina. We've been it's saying here. it on this show for years. Yeah. It's here now. So who is Chloe Cole? Chloe, at eight years old, her parents, she's a tomboy. She's from San Francisco. Her parents took her to the doctor. The doctor said, gave them this, non, this non-starter. Said, right. you can either have a, a dead daughter or a live son. And so they grappled with that decision. At 13, she was put on puberty blockers. At 15, she had a double mastectomy. Yes, she was physically permanently altered. At 16, she thought, maybe I'd like to nurse one day. Maybe I'd like to be a mother. Maybe I'd like to to, to, to be a woman be, because that's who God made me to be. She went against her family and friends, detransitioned back into being who God made her to be, a female. Chloe is going to be with us on November the 6th. A lot of different things going on that day. General Assembly at 7 at First Baptist North Spartanburg. We want you to be there for free. But here's the deal. This stuff ain't cheap. Uh, mm-hmm. My granddaddy used to say, this stuff ain't cheap. Right. Um, so take care of it. Uh, we need your help. If you believe that your voice needs to be heard, if you don't believe that your voice needs to be silenced, 
Email us, Justin, Mitch, at palmettofamily.org or email at palmettofamily.org to find out how you can sponsor this event because this event is pivotal, not only in your voice being heard, but in our Help Not Harm campaign, ensuring that children in the state of South Carolina are protected from the detriments of this kind of uh, nonsense. Absolutely. So we move on to our next segment here, and it deals with a new California senator. Of course, Senator Dianne Feinstein passed away last Friday, Thursday into Friday. Mm -hmm. She passed away. Um, Unfortunate, whenever a life ends, I don't care what political leanings you have, and the last few years of her life were certainly um, very public, and it was kind of gross what they were doing to her, in my opinion. Uh, borderline elder abuse. I it just it just wasn't good. Now, one of my favorite moments is when those Green New Deal kids came in from that elementary school and they tried to get her to vote on the Green New Deal, and she's like, "I'm a senator. I won by a million pl- vote plurality. Don't come in here and demand things of me. You don't know what's going on." When when a senator who's like 80 slaps down a bunch of fifth graders, it's hilarious. If you haven't seen the clip, go watch it. But. <laughs> Outstanding. It, it, yeah, she's. They're like, you work for us, and she's like, I'm sorry, your interview old enough to vote? And they're like, no, none of us voted for you, <laughs> but our parents are. Uh, uh, yeah. So now GovGav has a decision to make. Hashtag. Hashtag GovGav has a decision to make. Uh, had had. A well, to make. not really. Well, yes, he did. No, promises yes, he made, did. promises kept. Yes, he did. He had a decision. Well, we'll get to this. Gavin Newsom has pulled a Joe Biden. No, he didn't mm. fall down, fall up a flight of stairs. No, he didn't trip over a sandbag. can be summed up over, one word. Or trip over a wire and say it was a black. Anyway, what he did was he made a promise to the far left of the party, which isn't very far to the left of GovGav. The next appointment I make to the United States Senate from California, because everyone knew, everyone knew Dianne Feinstein was going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone knew. Mm-hmm. It was only a matter of time. It was the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing. I will nominate a black woman. Boy, well, nothing, that that sawed the group in more than half. Nothing screams identity politics quite like identity politics. It's the intersectionality quotient, the IQ. Now, every now most most people who run our government right now have very low IQs, intelligence. But, but Gavin Newsom has high IQ when it comes to intersectionality quotient. Well, he doesn't. Well, at least he his appoint, understanding of he it. He appoints people who do. Now, he has appointed a new senator. How dare you assume who he is? He's appointed anyway. a new senator. Her name is LaFonza Butler. LaFonza Butler. Now, the problem is LaFonza Butler lives in Maryland and has voted in Maryland in the most recent election. And the reason she lives in Maryland is because she's K Street elite. She's run the lar- one of the largest uh, liberal operative fundraising tools for decades in Emily's list. And so she can't trouble herself with living in California yeah. when she makes all of her money in the Beltway. Not only that, she worked on Hillary Clinton's campaign in 2016. Mm. She ran mm. she ran Kamala Harris's 2020 presidential campaign well, for we'll like see two how, minutes. See how that works. Uh, oh my gosh, it's a bus. Anyway. I'm speaking. Emily's list, before we get to LaFonza Butler specifically, I do have a clip. About us, Emily's List. Elect Democratic pro-choice women to office. I wonder if they do any work in South Carolina. At Emily's List, we work to elect Democratic pro-choice women up and down the ballot and across the country with the goal of fighting for our rights and our communities. Who? What is your community? 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a serious question here. What is your community? You, because I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess that the baby growing inside you if you're pregnant isn't really a baby. It's actually your body. So there's no community there. Yeah. There's no community within your faith community because you're probably a wild secularist. So there's no community there. And you probably don't have community with any males in your life because you're fighting the patriarchy. So who is your community exactly uh, anyway? Uh, you said it. it it's pro-choice women. Ah, got it. Okay. Um, so there will be no babies born ever. Okay. In 2022, Democratic pro-choice women won up and down the ballot, defying mm -hmm. the odds that the incumbent president's party would have steep losses in the midterms. Now, that's true. There weren't The losses weren't great in the midterms for the Democrats. They mm -hmm. actually fared fairly well. Eight women were elected to governor's seats. Four women were reelected to the Senate. 36 women were elected to the House, and 353 women were elected to state and local offices, according to this. Uh, they've helped elect 26 women to the Senate over the course of their time, including I'm seeing Elizabeth Warren here. Um, I'm seeing sure. the Debbie Stabenow. And they've, elect, they've helped elect 175 women to the House of Representatives. 20 governors have been elected. They've won victories in like 1,700 uh, different means. Now, who is LaFonza Butler? LaFonza Butler is, like Mitch said, K Street elite. But she has accepted this position. She is honored, according to X. By the way, she posted on X, formerly Twitter. <laughs> I am ready to serve. The artist formerly known as Twitter. Vice President Harris plans to swear her in today. In this old Senate chamber, I'd imagine. Today. Oh, like, of course. Oh, my gosh. This is happening way too soon. Now, Butler, not only... Is she African-American? There's one. Not only is she a woman, that's two. She's also a lesbian. Now, I don't know what a lesbian is at this point because maybe she's a man. I don't know. But she is a woman who is attracted to other women. I don't know why that would matter to me. I, I, I don't know. I don't think that means you govern better. I, I think that means you're just... You understand your, everyone. Your weird sexual proclivities do not... Translate to good governance. To good governance. Um, wait, wait, and never mind. I'm going to stay away from that one. Mm. Now, she will serve as a 51st vote for Senate Democrats. They have a very slim majority, and could lose the Senate in 2024. Senate control. So, who is Lafonza Butler? You might be thinking, I've never heard Lafonza Butler speak. Have no fear. Justin's here. Here's and said no one ever. Here's Lafonza Butler. Uh, in a speech recently. Since the dawn of patriarchy, women have had their power stolen. Time and again, we have been told what we can and cannot do, what choices we can and cannot make about our lives and our futures. But time and again, we have come together across race and across place to respond to questions about our rights with clarity and resolve. Our bodies belong to us. Our freedoms are not up for debate. So so she's easy to listen to. Sure. She's charismatic. Yeah. Definitely charismatic. Um, but this seat will be open in 2024. Representative Katie Porter, Representative Barbara Lee, and, and Representative Adam Shifty Schiff have already announced they're going to run for this seat. Putting LaFonza Butler, a K Street elite, who lives in Maryland, so she doesn't have to go far to go to her office, to represent the people of California. There'll be a lot of money spent in this election. Um, from, from Emily's list, yeah. which she runs. Right, right.
she can't run that anymore, right? I'd imagine she has to step down. I'd imagine she's resigned her position. Uh, but I, would I hope. You know who 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 knows what ethical dilemma Butler's really only, is anymore. Butler's only the third black woman to serve in the Senate. Carol Mosley Braun of Illinois was the first. She served from ninety three to ninety nine. Vice President Harris was the second, and now Butler is the third. She's the second openly black lesbian, or she's the second openly lesbian, openly black, openly <laughs> lesbian in the Senate, and the first black lesbian. She and her wife Naniki have a daughter named Nyla, poor girl. Although Maryland voting records seen by CBS News show LaFonza Butler of Silver Springs registered to vote in that state, Newsom's office said Monday that Butler will re-register in California where she owns a home. Yeah, well, and that's... Hold on, hold on. It, no. No. Welcome to the game. No, no, there is Welcome no game. game. There is no game. Uh, because we, there's no other... I'm sorry, does anyone have record of Tim Scott or Lindsey Graham being registered to vote in Maryland in a suburb because they live in Washington, D.C. Yeah, half the now time? Yeah, that I don't understand. I don't understand how she can register to vote in Maryland when she's running and is appointed senator from California. However, for her to own a home in Maryland and live there 49% of the time is how a lot of these people do it, especially from western states. Can now, you imagine being from Hawaii? Now... Now I I'm I'm of the belief that you should run for sent you should probably run for sent in the place you were born and raised. Oh, I I agree. So she was born and raised in Miss in in California, Freudian slip. No, she was born in Magnolia, Mississippi, or she was raised in Magnolia, Mississippi. How about you go run from Senate in Mississippi? Well, I mean that'd be like saying Abraham Lincoln should run from Kentucky. Yeah, I get it. I just think it's weird. I, I, I have know, three. I, I have three states in play here: Mississippi, Maryland, California. If if I love South Carolina better than Virginia, I was born in Virginia. Does that mean I have to like if I ever like I have to go? No, I don't think it's ardent rule. I don't. I mean, there's no constitutional basis on this. It's just I've my lived opinion. here more. I, I think I lived in Virginia for a collective throughout my entire life for like two and a half years. Yeah, she's but. also she's been ardently in the in the labor movement. She was a union. Oh, she was uh, a naturally, union naturally, boss. anywhere where there's liberal dark money. LaFonza Butler will be. <laughs> now, we move on. <laughs> Moving on to what, Justin? Alarming details. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm old enough to remember. Wait. There wait. was a day. No. There was a day in our country's history, a dark day, an evil day, <laughs> when, when grannies and guys wearing horn hats <laughs> breached the Capitol and uh, tried to stop a a process, and they sure, did. And they sure, did. And yeah. They did. I was told that the worst day in the history of our country was not Pearl Harbor. It w- it was not December seventh, nineteen forty one. It was not September eleventh, two thousand and one. This day was akin to both of them, Mitch. January sixth. Now people have been locked up for 44, 40 months, whatever it is, to uh, because of that. But then, Jamal Bowman, Jamal Bowman, representative from New York, heading to a continuing resolution vote, pulled a fire alarm. Which I don't even understand because he was in Why favor. Why would he pull a fire alarm? He was in, from what I understand, he'd be in favor of the CR. They didn't have time to read it, Mitch. Now, he pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> this just, is like a just, high school prank. Just, Just, just hold on. The excuses being made are hilarious. Well, the signage is a little confusing. Really? Because when I was in fourth grade, yeah, I was taught, don't pull the fire alarm. 
Yeah. Only pull the fire alarm if there is a fire. Like somebody pulled the fire alarm when I was in high school and they, they threatened like there's ink on it and they're going to know who you are and then you're going to get arrested. And It was yeah. a problem. Man, they are. They're lighting us up. That's yeah, good. So when you have a situation where a guy pulls a fire alarm, immediately caught on camera, he didn't. He wasn't going through the door, but they claim that he thought it was going to open the door for him. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Open the door to the fire alarm. What? The the outside. Yeah, okay. By the way, if you're in the office buildings, you can take the tunnels. There are tunnels that go to the Capitol. You can take them. And a little car, like train. Yeah, Pretty you can cool. take you can take the tunnel to weird the Capitol building. Weird flex. I've ridden it. Yeah, Yeah, that is a weird flex. In my life. so Probably the only time ever. Instead of taking the tunnel, which he's taken probably hundreds of times, he chooses to go to the door that is an emergency exit. Only. Which you can only exit in an emergency. And then he pulls the fire alarm. Here is is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez trying to explain this on CNN with Jake Tapper. He says it was an accident. He thought pulling the alarm would open a door uh, based on the fact that the doors to his right there were locked and there was a sign that he said he was, I think someone said it was confusing. I'll be honest, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? What's going on? I mean, listen, I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's, there's something to be said about the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. He, so you pulled a fire alarm? So I'm, I'm, what I am here to say is that House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are inactive and he's fully participating in saying there was a misunderstanding. But what I do think is important to raise is the fact that Republicans, representatives like Nicole Maliotakis and others, immediately moved to file motions to censure, motions to expel, before there, before there has even been conversations that are, that are finished to even see if there was a misunderstanding here. Yeah, so what we need to do is we need to slow down. We need to make sure you forget about this because nothing's going on, nothing happened. I love Jake Tapper. He wanted to get up, so he pulled a fire alarm. This is the dumbest thing in the world, yeah. okay? You can't explain this kind of stupidity away. You can. It's called high school. It's called... Junior high. It's called childishness. We we have a That's how you explain. We it. aren't we aren't really had we don't have a good batting average in in um in Congress right now. We have Jamal Bowman who pulls fire alarms thinking it's gonna get him out of a building. We have Lauren Bobert in theaters. Dumpster fire. We have problems. Can we just elect smart people? Is and then that we a thing? Ha- and then we have Matt Gates. Matt Gates is now moving to vacate the whether whether you think the speaker should be the speaker or not. Then we have Matt Gates, and that's pretty Matt much Gates, all. <laughs> Matt Gates is moving to vacate. We the have chair. a great Matt Gates in South Carolina, so, but not Matt Gates. The continuing resolution did pass, by the way. No <clears throat> funding for Ukraine in that. The Senate will move to possibly do ind- individual appropriations bills, mm-hmm. which I'm all for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm all for. Yeah. I don't want pork. Yeah, give me individual bills. So we, we got 45 days to figure it out, though. November 17th. The clock strikes midnight again. President Biden says that he hopes Speaker McCarthy had a personal revelation. And I'm not joking. I'm not Uh, exaggerating. Who's McCarthy? Uh, 
I miss the days. Of- I think Joe. I, I I really think you remember Mitch McConnell when he had that situation where he just yeah. froze. Joe Biden had that the other day. Very yeah. scary moment. So between censorship on the on, of our event to California electing a new senator, not electing, appointing a new senator, and Democrats trying to be idiots and pull fire alarms, a lot's going on. A lot's happening. By the way, on tomorrow's show, this is news to you. Get ready for this. The Pope has signaled. Like, that the Catholic Church, you know, just just if I wipe twice, discard it. The Pope has signaled that the Catholic Church is going to start blessing same-sex unions. We'll talk about that tomorrow and the implications that that could hold for both the Catholic taking, Church and the Protestant Church. Taking a page out of Andy Stanley's book. Basically, but you know what? We might talk. The Pope. Is Andy Stanley the Pope? <gasps> I'm sorry, Charles. I'm so sorry. That's all the time we have today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Thank you so much for watching and listening. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, share this with your friends and family. If you're listening on podcasts, make sure to give us a five-star rating and review. Like it. Do whatever you need to do. Go to our website, palmettofamily.org. Register for the event. Stop the insanity. That's right. Yeah, stop the insanity. Get your tickets. Get ready to listen to Chloe Cole and hear her story. That'll be November 6th at 7 o'clock. For Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. We'll talk to you again tomorrow right here on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Mm-hmm.